Ready to roll, ready to roll, Motown Rundown, episode two from quarantine, locked inside of our respective rooms. Um, of course, we are not in the studio because uh, the world is falling apart, but we're still podcasting. We're still here. Everyone still else podcasting. is done. No one else is cranking not. out stuff, but we are. Let's, uh, let's do a wellness check on everyone. Try and I'll start with you. How are you hanging in there? Dude, I'm actually doing great considering the implications. I'm good. I don't know. Me and my brothers, we have a good time. I don't think I've gone to bed before 3 a.m. in about three weeks. But other than that, I'm doing all right. I don't know. I find things to do. Good. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. My Two of my roommates are still up here at, at school with me. So we're having fun. Safe fun. Social distancing. Distance is fun. I don't even know. The, I don't know. We're having fun and we're being safe. That's about all I can tell you. I'm trying to – let me say this, too, with this whole social distancing quarantine thing. I don't think it's that bad. I, I'm like – other than the fact that there's no sports on and I can't go to the bar and I can't hang out with most of my friends and I'm scared to see my family, other than those things, I've been able to survive. I've watched three Pirates of the Caribbean movies the last Dude, days. those movies are so good, by the way. I – I, I have some very controversial takes about them. I think it's the best movie franchise, like, maybe ever. I love Star Wars, though, so I don't know. What? Well, dude, look. Dude, okay, well, dude, wait, first, Collins, dude, wait, dude, first, dude. First, have you ever seen Dead Man? My wellness check is I'm down bad. I need sports. <laughs> I, 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 I'm critically concerned that we're not going to have college football or we're going to have, like, not the same sort of college football season next year. Yeah. So yeah. that has me very uneasy. But the fact, you just said Pirates of the Caribbean is the best movie franchise of all time. You said maybe. You said maybe. You it's can make there. a case. Collins, what's no, your favorite? No, you can't. What's your favorite? I don't even watch Star Wars. I'm not even going to make that case. My, I don't know what you consider a movie franchise because I'm a big Marvel guy. Three Marvel or more. Does, Three or more. That makes it a franchise. I think. I don't know. Marvel's good too. I'm not. Look, I, I just Mar- I want to reiterate. I want to reiterate that I love Pirates of the Caribbean. The movies don't get enough love. And I answered two of my most difficult existential questions the other day of, number one, if I could have dinner with one person, dead or alive, who would it be? And it's Jack Sparrow. And where, <laughs> what place would I most like to visit is the island of Tortuga. So I answered those two questions, which is good. Okay. Dude, all right. All I, right. I, I just never liked Pirates of the Caribbean. Never Why? Have. What's your, what's your, I, don't, I don't think you have – you don't have, like, the pirate vibe. You're not gritty enough to be a pirate. I, just, I don't know. I just don't like that whole like time period. I'm out on it. I actually love that. That would be my favorite. If I had to go back in time, I would love to live in that time period. Okay, so, uh, so let, me, let me back this up because now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with Collins here for a second because I'm not a big fan of the Game of Thrones time period. Oh, I love and that's, it. You guys and see, that, that's why I don't get into that. So if, yeah, if you don't Game like the Thrones time is, period. I don't know what time period Game of Thrones yeah. is in, but it's no, like no, it, not it's a, the same. It's a different one. I'm just saying, like, if you don't like the time period, it's hard to get up for the show or the movie or franchise, whatever. Oh, but once or, I get what once you're Orlando Bloom is not in the like franchise, Pirates of the Caribbean stinks. Okay, that, that's fact. that's that's true because it goes downhill after three. That's just a I fact. I mean, one, two, and three are good, and then four is not that, that good, and five is eh. So did yeah, it, I'm, with you. Orlando... I'm with you. I'm with you. the Pirates of the Caribbean one. They'll go for it. I was did just gonna Orlando say Pirates Bloom of the Caribbean one gets, is one of my favorite movies ever. It I okay on that point I don't I don't think one is the best one actually I think two and three are both better than one but didn't Orlando Bloom get Katy Perry pregnant Did I hear this somewhere They yeah, are they're engaged dating. They're engaged Oh they're engaged 
Okay. <laughs> Wait, hold think, up. We just we just, just went from he got her pregnant to they're dating to they're engaged. I think they're engaged. Well, good for Definitely. both of them. They're both – I mean, like, Orlando Bloom back in the day, I was saying this when we were watching the movies, like, Orlando Bloom was the guy. Like, that was, like, the pinnacle of, of what to look like as a man. Well, yeah, and he was, like, 20 years old. So I he was that's in his prime. all-time yeah. name. Orlando What's going Bloom? on there, that Trent? Is a, what's going on where? Does anyone hear those noises? Do you guys hear it? Is it loud? Not yeah, loud, but what's going on? Trent has kids. He's babysitting kids. It's just, it's, just, it's just called Miles Valley. That's what it is. It's just oh, okay. Miles talking to people. What no, you're good. you're good. You're good. I'm not yelling at you. They were wondering what the background music Who's was. Who's he talking to? Were. He's uh, yelling. My aunt. My aunt. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's zooming with my family, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's but, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't is, know. Uh, that's all I got. I'm what down you bad. Your, what are you scratching your head with? Is that a, a club? Selfie oh. stick. <laughs> Do you use it ever? Uh, I had to for one of these like journalism classes, but I do. Oh, I, I I can't like. I know what you're saying. Like quarantine's not that bad. It really isn't. But the whole like fact of the matter is, no sports. Like I could do quarantine with sports. Yeah, but no oh, sports yeah, is yeah. a huge hit to quarantine. I like people are like, oh, for all those people who said they could be antisocial and this stay in. That was also assuming there would be sports on. I could yeah. do that very easily. Just sit in my basement and watch sports all day. I could do that. It's kind of hard for me to be like, oh, I've watched literally every show on Netflix and every other thing people want me to watch, I'm just completely uninterested in. Collins, you know what you need to watch? Star what? Wars. Now is the time where you should watch uninterested. Star Wars. Okay. Uninterested. Okay. Are you interested in anything else? You basically just laid out to me how you've watched everything. Come on. Give it a chance. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I can't get into it. It's one of those it's things no where – no juice. I don't care at all. Watch, watch like a ten-minute Han Solo montage. That'll juice you up. Cause that ain't even look like the rest of the Star Wars is. You know, I get it if you're not into like the Force and all that weird stuff. Just Han Solo. Watch Han Solo. It'll juice you up. I guess. I Harrison know. Ford. Probably Smoke not. of the '80s, late '70s and '80s. Jeez. Come Fair on, enough. Indiana um, Jones. Okay, well, it is April 1st, 2020. Wow, it's already April. Look at that. So this uh, this uh, coronavirus is almost over, it looks like, right? Nope. Got to be. We have turned a new page at least, right? How? What page have we turned? It's, it's, We've turned a page worse. That, listen, listen, listen. I think it's literally gotten worse. It has, it has. gotten worse. But it, as you said to me, Dr. Rabinowitz told me before we started recording, it's expected to peak in the next couple of weeks. So then we yeah. will start to hit the downtrend, and maybe we can all enjoy Easter with our families. Maybe, maybe, probably not, but maybe. And then it just goes up from there. Weather gets nicer. You know, we have baseball to look forward to, all that good stuff. Who knows? I think it was, I think it was Harvey Dent that said the night is always darkest before the dawn, right? Harvey Dent's maybe. a scumbag. So he might have said that, but that is – yeah, I was hard, say, that, that might I, be the dumbest quote I've ever heard, though. Like, no, I, how is it dumb, dude? Well, because yeah, but it's the like, night's I, dark the whole time. The, 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 the darkness of the night does not fluctuate. It is just dark well, at nighttime. That's that Come might on, be Harvey. out of our realm of expertise. <laughs> it probably is. I'm not qualified. Um, but either way, uh, this is our second show working remotely. Of course, if you listen to the show last week, which is our first show, uh, locked inside our respective rooms, they shut the studio down on us. Which is fair. Do what you got to do. I understand. I had some really bad takes about coronavirus a couple weeks ago. So I'm going to refrain from giving any more opinions on the virus itself. 
Um, so yeah, that, means, that whole episode where we just kind of talked about it has not aged well. I don't know well, if you've listened I, to look, it. No, it was all three of us, not just you. It was all three it's, of us. It's not like I don't believe in the virus. I just like there's just uh, got to be a better way around it. Trent, <laughs> I, I don't know if it was all three of us. It was it, more it like Rabinowitz. It was more. It was, mo- it it was, was spearheaded. Like, it was spearheaded by Rabs. However, I remember you don't Collins, have to fall on that sword. Collins said. Collins said he wants to get the disease in spite of it. And then, that was outrageous because people are dying, Collins. <laughs> well, I would I I'm I'm not, still I'm stand by. I, I mean, I probably would be fine if I got it. But like the I've, whole, I've said, the whole idea is, is like you don't want to give it to other people. Like that's yeah, why it's so I dangerous. I think that's that's. I will say that's the one thing about quarantine that sucks is you're like, I'd like to go outside, but one, I don't want to get it. I don't want to give it to someone else. I've said all along, my dream scenario is that I've already had this thing. And like my runny nose, just the product of this thing. And now it's gone. I can't get it again. I can't give it to anyone. Whatever. That's, well, you that's, can get it again after. But what, I was going to ask can you. can get it again? Yeah, after you get it. But what's it called? Uh, what's East Lansing like? Is there actually nobody there? Well, here's the thing. There are people still around. Like there's, there's people in the houses as far as like student housing goes. Not like student housing dorms yeah. and stuff. But as residential housing. But the thing is, is the streets are empty because no businesses are open. Like you don't right. see anyone ever. You don't like yeah. I don't see anyone. But there, I can feel them. That's I can feel them. You go shopping up there? No, dude, I don't. I do. I do nothing, dude. I wake up every day. I read my book for a little bit. What do you I mean you do not, You haven't done shopping since this has happened? No, haven't had to. What? I'm a Sam's Club guy. I went to Sam's Club after spring break. I stocked up. I'm feeling great. Jeez, wow, man. that's impressive. Actually, that's I know. Oh, I know. Like three weeks. We got a sous vide today. What does that even mean? It's a different way of cooking stuff. You cook it with the water. Oh. Sous vide. That's the word of the day. Sous vide. Sous vide. Anyway, how do you spell it? Vide. At, oh, how do I spell it? Oh God. S O U S space V I D E. I think. All right. Okay. It's I'll French. Buy it. You don't have to buy it. I'm I would never it. tell you to buy it. Um, okay. So basically that's what I was saying. Uh, that means no Facebook live for the foreseeable future. Our episode, now that we got the first one out of the way, we should have episodes up by like Thursday or Friday. Um, shout out to our man, Luke Sloan for putting up the episode for us last time. I know the audio is like not the greatest, but whatever. Um, but in the meantime, I would go like and follow our page on Facebook, the Motown rundown. You can follow us on Twitter at Motown underscore rundown. And subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify because you're not doing anything else. So why don't you stop watching TV for an hour and listen to the podcast? You can educate yourself. Um, but yeah, uh, so here we are now. I also want to say this before we get into like actual sports stuff. I said this last week. I can't do social media anymore, although I am back on Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw that, that I am back in full force. People are loving my tweets, by the way. Dude, you have like four lights on it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I do not have four likes on it. Listen, I have multiple likes on multiple tweets. We're gonna hold, volume, we are going to hold volume shooter to the fire. Volume okay, shooter. okay, let's, let's read the newest one. When I was a little yes. kid, I called my dad and told him that our swing set got stolen. You misspelled that tweet. Didn't want to say anything. As an I misspelled April didn't. I know. And he actually believed me. I didn't think much of it then, but wow, dad. Really? I had a newest one Seven about likes, I was not bad. Yeah, seven likes, dude. So, Colin, shut dude, up. Dude, hold up. I got 19 on one last night. I crushed you. Trent, I, you know what? You are you were pandering. That was a reach of a tweet. I was going to like it, but I was like, you know, Trent. What do you mean? What do you mean that's pandering? That's great. The Webkins, dude. 
I no, saw tweet about Collins. Collins, this, Webkins liked it. The official account. <laughs> That's they got nothing funny. else to do. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't been. You know what they said? Five I years. Said, Listen, Collins. Here's what I said. I said, don't forget to check on your Webkins during this time. They may need food, sleep, or exercise. The people loved it. Like, come on, great. Collins. You you know that. So that's just the low hanging fruit. Like, it's not really... pandering. Uh, yeah, it was. Come on. Brutal. That was brutal. What sells low hanging uh, fruit? Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess. You know what? This is what I. Sells. This is what I can't stand about. I'm gonna call it quarantine Twitter or quarantine Instagram. Is everyone all of a sudden has to post all these pictures of them on vacation? Like, oh, I wishing I was back on the beach yeah. in Maui. Like, really? Dude, really? How, how, like, there's no one else. Like, I get it. I Trust me, I do. I would much rather also be on the beach in Maui. And just because you looked good with your shirt off six months ago yeah. doesn't mean people need to see your pictures now. Seems a little shallow. I agree. I reach. I hate it. Can't stand what do you, it. I mean, come on. Let them get their thirst off. I hate, I hate it. These it's people all... are thirsty. Let them they quench. Can't... Yeah, they can't. They can't like hit up on the Tinder. They can't do their usual activities. So they gotta spread it through the mass mediums and Instagram <laughs> and, let, and let everyone know, hey, I'm hot. Fair. I get, Fair. I get it. Our, 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 us unhot people are, know how to handle ourselves in these t- times of crisis. <laughs> so that's true. We're all pretty. That's why we're not on the gram. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm not on the gram. And I'll retweet every once in a while. That's fair. Um, I don't okay, tweet well, hot streets. I, I, like, don't tweet for, like, five days, and then I, like, tweet a hundred times in one day. You're usually pretty good on Twitter. I'll give you, you live I, tweet. I, I, you live tweet Tigers games. I should get back on the grind. And that's, that's, like, recorded Tigers game. I'm going to put up, like, 150 tweets. I used to I do like that. It. Yeah, do it. Um, do it. Good segue. Speaking of the Tigers, uh, I don't know. What day was supposed to be opening day? Uh, Monday. Yeah. Okay. Monday was supposed to be opening day. Sad. Didn't happen. Which sucked. I think I will say this. I Bad think tickets. that. Did you really? Yep. You got the money back, I assume, correct? No, we have to wait if they actually have. Oh, like an, if they that have an sucks. O- if they have an opening day, we'll have tickets. It like it moves towards that. Okay. But I think if they, if they eventually cancel the season, we'll get our money back. I think you know what you know what stinks about that though is like you paid for opening day. You didn't pay for like. Well, yeah. it will be the open Tigers. Day. You get what I'm it saying. Will. Like, yeah, okay. This right, actually yeah. is better. Okay. Opening day 2.0 is actually going to be better than opening day 1.0 because you're going to be so fired it. up. They're going to play baseball this year, I, dude. Yeah, baseball's. I think baseball's in the best shape, actually. No shot. With fans? No. Oh, oh yeah, okay. that's right. right. You're okay. a fan. That's, you don't play on the, the other, team. That's oh, yeah. the other thing. <laughs> How did neither one of us catch that? But um, I think the the not opening day happening was probably the first moment where I was like, "Wow, this really sucks." I really miss sports because I was looking. Baseball season is great. Like it just no, is. dude. The Michigan State the this Monday was the anniversary of us beating Duke last year. Yeah, and yeah. and it culminated with opening day not happening too. And I have all these snap memories from that night. And I have all my buddies sending me these Instagram stories. Oh also yeah, me too. Rushing, rushing Cedar Village and rushing Grand River and stuff like that. And I was down bad. I it was it was it, it, it it's just like it it just doesn't feel like April because April like has that feeling where it's like okay the final four is this week. And then the Masters is the week after. April like, is an elite sports month. It, it's it's the best. One of them. April Seriously. the D. Nothing beats April in the D. <laughs> April, April, April in the D. Shout out to um, the Charlies. 
whatever the band was, the, band, the Blood Sharks, or whatever it was. Band. Um, it was supposed to be opening day. Uh, I, I want to touch on it a bit. Opening day is awesome for Tigers fans. I don't know what it is, but like it's like a holiday. It re- I don't know if it's like that everywhere, but opening day is is fantastic. I guess it's so, like what I've heard. It's like Cincinnati, Detroit, and like maybe New York have really good in Boston have really good opening days. Yeah. But like, what about Pittsburgh? I think they might be one too. I I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know Detroit and like Cincinnati are like the two places where people are like really they have that good of opening days. But it's like well, yeah, it's, a big deal. It's, it's like the fan bases for all these teams would probably argue that like their traditions are the best and their opening day. But like when you have the Tigers and you have a fan base, like I, I am I. I think people get after it. it's a baseball town. It it is. I like obviously Detroit will always be a football city and everything, but I it's like a, the Tigers a football have given, state. But Detroit's yeah. a f- baseball city, if that makes any sense. That That's closer to – yeah, That's I feel like that's close to accurate. Like, it's – the Tigers fans are just – plus you add in the fact that Tigers haven't really had a lot of, like, bad stretches for, like, years on end, like extended stretches of being bad. So that, yeah. that plays into it as well. I mean, they haven't won a World Series since 84, so – but they've been good. They've been good. You Bless know, they you went boys. in 06 Bless and they boys. went in 2012 and all that stuff. So, I don't know. Yeah. I agree, though. We are starved. We want that fifth one. I'll be honest, yeah. though. Like, I, I've never been to an opening day in Detroit. Like, I've been to an opening series game, but, like, opening, opening day. Like, yeah. it, it's a, it's got to be, like, I think one of the hardest regular season tickets to get. Probably the hardest. Now, yeah, Kyle, so that would have been awesome. You were going so, with Kyle, right? Yeah, I was going with my whole family. We were all going down okay. there. Okay. So we were gonna get crippled probably, but like it would have been. <laughs> I, I mean, that's why. Like that's it's a huge party. That's it, yeah. I think that's like it's that's what it's more about, and, and it, it's one of those things. I think it's more like the generation above us where they're like, yeah, this is a day I skip. I skip work. I go downtown. Doesn't matter what day it is on every. I'm going. Like I'm getting up at seven a.m. I'm getting down there, and it doesn't matter if it's like thirty-two degrees. Yeah. Like it, like. Last year, I think did the Tigers play opening day on the Friday of the NCAA tournament? Um, uh, maybe the Tuesday after. It was something like that. It was right out. It was like the Tuesday they played the Royals, but like it, it, it feels like it's not baseball when you first see it when you see like the terrible weather. But like every single year, it's like comforting to be like, oh, baseball started. You watch, well, yeah, because you just series. know what's around the corner too. Yeah, and, and you watch the first series, and you got that little, like, feeling in the air where it's like, oh, spring is coming. And then no baseball to start. Now you don't – no baseball, no March Madness is, like, my indicator – baseball and March Madness, indicators for spring and nicer weather to come and, like, yeah. better times. And now none of that. The Masters, Wimbledon, the NBA Finals, the NHL I think, Finals. I think Masters, though, Masters is like, oh, spring is here. But like yeah, March Madness and opening day, it's like, oh, here we oh, go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, that's what I'm let's get Those ready to rock. Lead in, they lead into all the other, like the merry-go-round of just great sports events that happen all at once. By the way, Wimbledon getting canceled today—that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. I, I love watching uh, Serena Williams. I don't know if I've ever expressed this to you guys. She's literally in my top three athletes ever to just like watch. I love, I love watching Serena. Tennis is great. Tennis is one of the most underrated sports. To watch. I don't get people who people so who like say they don't like watching tennis are people who Rabs. never watch tennis. I yeah. just I don't have the time, dude. <laughs> You've never watched it then. Yeah, I, I you, have factually watched it. I just 
If you watch a high-level match, like semi-supporters in these majors, you get fired up. It's electric. I believe you. Um, Ryan Cole, our friend Ryan Cole, actually did tweet in a question today. Joe Dandron also tweeted us a question about the Pistons. Uh, thank you, Joe, for doing that, but we're not going to do that today. We'll save it for a later episode. Um, Ryan Cole asked us, realistic yearly expectations for the Tigers' rebuild. I don't really want to get too in-depth with that right now because, like, there is no baseball going on, so it kind of feels like, I don't know. I'd rather wait until the season starts so we can get into that stuff. But he posed the question that I do think we should talk about. Uh, he goes, do we like pushing the playoffs back to November or December, or should we just start the season – and, uh, and shorten it up so that they play the playoffs in October. What are your shorten thoughts on that? Shorten it up. No, I, yeah, I, 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 I hate the idea of November. Well, it's, it's a no-brainer in my opinion. You have to shorten the season, right? Baseball is the one sport. There's 162 games. Shorten it to, like, 120. Are you telling me that, like, you won't know who the playoff teams are by a 120-game sample size? I understand there's pennant races and stuff like that, but all that does is just push that stuff back. Because I'll tell you what, dude, we can't have a World Series – in like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know the logistics of who's going to make it there. But in New York or Minnesota or, God forbid, Detroit, when there's snow on the ground, it, it no, can't well, happen. It's not going to happen. I don't know. Well, the whole explanation is that they're going to do it in neutral sites, which would be brutal. That's why I would, that would it. See, that, that would be idiotic. I, th- I think in baseball, baseball is the one sport that you can literally justify because basketball is even this way to an extent. You, sometimes 82 seems like too many games or like play 50. That's why I think the NBA should just roll right with the playoffs. But for the MLB, it's like just shorten your season up a little bit. Cut off that, you know, I don't know. Well, the thing that's different about the MLB, if you're going to pay all the players like what they were guaranteed and like, and I understand people like trade for assets. And I think that's a bigger problem for the NBA and NHL right now because they already have played, like, these amount of games and, like, people are fighting for playoff spots under the impression that they're playing 82 games or yeah. like whatever. But, like, you start the season in the MLB and you're like, hey, we're only playing, like, 82 games or, like, 100 games and we're ending on time so we next year we can do business as usual. I think people will get on board with that. You just have to be like – and you're That's gonna get, a very good point. And, and you're going to expand rosters – for the first at least two months of the year or how long you're playing because no one's going to be prepared to have starting pitchers being able to go on a five, like a five-man rotation because spring training has been cut short. So, I, I mean, all these leads have, like, really sticky situations. But I, I, if I'm baseball, I think it's a no-brainer to shorten your season. And I think I, so, too. And one other, just one other thing I want to add is you, the easy fix, too, is kind of just, like, cut interleague matchups. Not, not all of them, but just, like, don't do, like, you know, the Tigers don't need to play the Pirates tw- two series a year. I don't know. That's not a bad idea. That, I, I mean, that baseball, would just help because they would be confused which games to cut and stuff like that. What are you going to say? Baseball to play in the cold can be dangerous, like physically dangerous to try to play baseball. And like, like you said, Trent, if, if, if on God's – under one of God's – great praises that the Tigers were to make the World Series this year. And you're telling me I got to gear up for a Tigers Game 7 World Series on Christmas Eve? Like, get out of here with that. It's a mess. No, Yeah, well, it's going to be in, like, L.A. That's what makes it even worse. Which is even – like, to not have home field advantage – I mean, I think the one great thing about baseball, basketball, baseball is where hockey – yeah, so like home home field advantage is sick to have in those sports. Like the NFL, I get it; it's a little bit different. Like there's a lot of factors that go into that, and I, and the NFL should be a neutral site, and I like how it is. But I think the fact that 
you're going to propose to go else, like elsewhere for it. It's just stupid. Like, I'm not going to, why would you make people buy a plane ticket to go to LA to go watch game? I mean, I get if you're on the road that you're going to have to anyway, but I don't know. I, I think playing well, with a shorter season, you could, I, baseball doesn't really have the problem of like the season length. Because I know in football, like, there's a discussion of should they make the season shorter because of injuries, but now they're actually expanding the season one game. Baseball is not so much the game total as much as the game length. So I think a shorter season, like, might, I mean, that, you're, you're only going to help the players out by not having to force them, like, you know, pitchers are going are gonna to benef- benefit from it and whatnot. So I don't know. Well, I, would, I would like to see a 162-game baseball season, but I would rather shorten the season and, and proceed as usual. Well, I'll say this, but, like, uh, it's all about money, and that's why they're even discussing yeah. that. And people are going to be like, oh, they're not going to make any m- money or gate revenue, the fact they're not going to let fans in stadiums for a really long time. But there's still a possibility, like, say, so we're under quarantine until what, as a country, like April 30th? Yeah. So, say, like, some sort of, like, improvement happens and the testing is there where you can sensibly test all these guys before you go out and travel and do stuff like that. They're not going to have fans, but, like, the TV markets and the ad revenue you're going to get from watching those baseball games and say if that's, like, the only sport on television will be big. The TV numbers will be huge because people have nothing else to do still. Agreed. Let me, let me ask you this. Let's say April 30th comes around. And then, like, you're right. By May 1st, everything's great. Like, we're on the decline of it. We have testing available. Perfect situation. Do you think May 1st, every stadium in America is sold out, or is there going to be some hesitation getting back into the seats? Because no, I'm kind of no. like, I don't know if I want to be around everyone right now. Well, I, there's not going to be fans in the stadium for a really long time. Like, not, like I, I think that's – unless they have, like, a vaccine or a drug – that is going to be able to counteract all the like symptoms pretty quickly. Like they, no one's going to want to take the liability. That's why I'm concerned about college football because I think the spread will probably be on the decline then. And I know people are worried about like training camp and stuff, but like September 5th is a really long time away. But if they don't have a vaccine or some like drug that like substantially like you can sell over the counter that like can help you get over this virus. People are not going to want to go to stadiums, and people who hold these events don't want to like be under liability. Yeah, I agree. It's just it, it's the fact the thought the the prospect of college football and or NFL football being pushed off or not having fans or not having a season. Like I will say, college football is the one thing where I I love being in the stadium for college football and tailgates. Like that's huge. It's a big scene. The thought of that happening is scary. Like, I don't know if you're telling me that I'm not going to be able to go tailgate or watch a college football game in person this season. It's going to be tough to make it through to 2021. That's all I'm going to say. I told my, I told my parents, if there's no college football season, I'm taking a year off, taking a gap year. Take the gap year. Yeah. Seriously. Take a gap year. I'll just work at home. And then when the college football comes back, I'll, I'll be ready to roll. Hey, that's interesting. I, I bet, like, I'm, I'm sure you wouldn't be alone on that front. I have one more point about this. Probably, like, yeah, because the, I don't think people <laughs> care about maybe, sports that much. Maybe. I don't know. But, look, I, I, I just want – Collins, you nailed it earlier. It is all about money. 
And that's just why these leagues are, like, trying to find loopholes and stuff. Can you just one time do it for, like, the love of the game and the love of your sport and the tradition you've built? Can you just, like, shorten the season or not have fans or do something like that? Like, why does it – can it not be about money one time? It's not like this is going to happen every year, you know? I, that's, what, that's what's annoying to me personally because it's like we just want sports. That's what the people want. And in the end, that is going to benefit your product. No, I, I get that, but at the same time, yeah. there's, like, so much liability. And, like, if one player yeah. gets it, like, the whole season shuts down again for another something weeks. Yeah, there's. Like, a, I get there's a ton of legal stuff. It's just annoying. It's, like – And you and they don't want to lower travel. They don't want to do all these things for the foreseeable future. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it sucks. But if, if when we're talking about, like, baseball and, like, college football and all this stuff, and Rubinowitz, when you're saying when people like go back to like once this is like under control and they're like, yeah, you're fine to go back, like I, I it's gonna be insane. I think. Yeah, I think oh, the yeah. I, I think the bars and like it, like that, like people talk about like Welcome Week, like say Welcome Week next year, when the bars are all like, God forbid that like the bars and restaurants and all those like small businesses are open, people will die in East Lansing. People will die. People will be – they'll be yeah. finding people in closets at, like, Harper's. Or like this the guy streets will be had, a scary place. Yeah, this guy had 32 rum and coats last night. I don't <laughs> know. Can you imagine I'm being here. a bouncer? Can you imagine being a bouncer when these bars open back up? Well, they, I'll be back they, up here. I'm coming back. I mean, uh, a lot, if you think about it, the bouncers are be, like, everyone in. Because they, they, yeah. haven't, they haven't got right. – uh, yeah, the cover charges are going to be, like, 50 bucks. <laughs> People will pay it too. Yeah, Ritz, Ritz is going to be like live Miami <laughs> just yeah. about one night. Oh, trust me, I know. If you know, you know, and I know. Um, okay, let's do a quick Lions tidbit here. Um, the Lions, I guess, signed a couple of receivers that just went way over my head. But no, the thing that I texted you guys about this week: uh, Lions signed Geronimo Allison. You like that? Love Geronimo. Uh, one year, just under a million dollars. He's 26 years old, receiver. He caught 34 passes for just shy of 300 yards uh, in Green Bay last year. Colin said, <laughs> I texted Collins about this. He goes, I have no opinion either way. So, I just, I I, it, this is cool. It's one of those things where it's like, he's like fine. Like I, 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 like I said, I have no opinion on this. I like this a lot. He's like Marvin Hall. He's a bomber. I'm excited to watch Stafford throw 50-yard bombs at this guy. And I'll have yeah, my like, shirt off in my living room. But, like, he's not an actual deep, like, ball threat. He, he I just mean, is. I mean, between him and That's Marvin saying, Hall, though. I think he gets two pretty decent options. Well, he That's also could be – he could be a deep threat by association because I, – and, and I'll, I always gas these guys up, but, like, if you put Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, even Hawkinson, and, hell, like, Jesse James on the – like, he's going to get no attention and you could easily, you know, no, make something I, out of nothing there. I get what you're saying. Like he's like good for depth. Fine. Yeah, but yeah. He, I, I know he, what you're saying because he's, he's not, not a playmaker. He's just no, like, he's just like a decent receiver. This is not a splash. It's like a ripple. But I, I guess what it came down to me for, and I guess this is a little bit of a joke, but how much would you pay for Packers Intel? Because we paid less than a million dollars for Packers Intel, and I'm cool with it. Paid for Mike Daniels last year, ten million. How'd that work out? <laughs> Not great, not great. Yeah, dear. Wow, that sucks. Touche, touche, Collins. That sucked. I have wow. nothing to say. Is he on the roster still? No, I don't know. it was a one-year deal, and I don't think they're going to re-sign him. So he's uh -huh. he's out. What? Uh, I don't know anything about him. Me neither. 
how, how do you think that uh, this – I know they signed another guy for the play, that I believe, for the Chargers last year too. Do you think that this – I mean, how does this affect what they're going to do in the draft? Like, I, I was very much in the camp of – I know I think in all of our mock drafts we've been taking a receiver in the middle rounds. Do you think there's still a pressing need to address? Am I crazy in that opinion that they need more no. wide receiver? It's not even that. It's just like when you get to the third or fourth round, you're trying to find guys who are, like, good and can actually be contributors. And there's a surplus of wide receivers in this year's draft. So if you get it – if the talented guy is there, you might as well draft them. I, I know what you're saying. I think first and second round is probably a little high to draft a wide receiver, yeah. especially with the Lions' needs. I, 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 it's not a pressing matter, but, like, say you're in the fourth or fifth and we took Quintess Seifert. Like, if someone's like that is available in, like, the fifth round, why not? But uh, what, before, I don't know if you mentioned this, Lions signed Reggie Raglan and another line. What's that linebacker, right. linebacker e- from Eli something? I'll look, Lee, I'll look it up. Eli, Eli. Lee. Lee, uh, something like that. Lee. Um, um, Eli, yeah, Elijah Lee. Yep, you got it. So yeah, I, I think that basically say yeah, we're not taking Isaiah Simmons. So uh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. So if you're talking about the moves they made in free agency affecting their draft, I, I think that just kind of signaled like, hey, we're not going to reach for Isaiah Simmons or maybe trade back for Isaiah Simmons. I, I'm at the point though where I it's going to be. They're not canceling the NFL draft. I don't know how it's going to be, like, broadcasted, how they're going to do it. Like, I don't know. Is it going to be, like, the old school, just, like, in a hotel? They're still not going to be able to have that many people. They're saying no prospects there, no fans, and then, obviously, they're saying teams have to have limited staff on hand. So, Dude, dude, that's – oh, my God. Imagine being a player. You're about to get drafted in the first round, and you don't get that moment. That, yeah, I would be most, so mad. Like, it's the same with anything, like college seniors, high school seniors. It sucks for everyone. No, I just think no, no. Goodell, like, Goodell is so tone deaf to this whole situation. But I, at the same time, people that are it. up in arms, people, I agree. People that are up in arms about this, like, if I can get some taste of sports, I might pregame this draft. I swear to God. Oh, I, I might have. 100%. I might have. I can't have people over. I might lock it like it's a Super Bowl for this thing. Zoom. Zoom party. Plus, you, you have to. You have to. You need to let these teams draft their players, so at least that you're part of the organization. And like, you know what I mean? Like the draft, I get pushing games back, I do, and not letting teams report. But at the same time, like we're talking about drafting players and learning playbooks. Like, there's nothing wrong with hey, given you know, get the guy in over Zoom. You know, you can interview Isaiah Simmons over Zoom. Like that's that whatever. Well, I've already uh-huh. seen on on ESPN they've already done some of these Zoom interviews with like Derek Brown and stuff. So I. I completely agree there. It's like the novelty of it won't be the same, but that goes for everything in life right now, not even just sports. So, yeah, draft, the, draft these guys, put them on the team, and then you can do your pictures with the jersey and stuff later. You know, like you can do that, and it stinks, yeah. But, again, the ratings will be off the charts if they do it. So Well, I, I, they're doing it. It's not that they're not doing it. I was just saying how it's going to be weird, but I was just saying I literally don't know how they're going to do it, though. Like no, no, like yeah, isn't it, yeah, I know what you're saying. I I heard if, it, that if might... it's like all on the computer, like literally, I think we talked about this last week, like how if it was like an actual fantasy draft, so you don't know who pits who until you get the little like da na 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 na, like yeah. like when you're doing fantasy football drafts on ESPN, that would be electric. I would love that. Where it's just like ESPN's at a live broadcast of this <laughs> Trey Wingo, yeah. just be like. The San, the San Diego Chargers have taken – it's just like it's – you're just like – you're on the edge of your seat for the most yeah, simple that, thing of all time. 
that would be pretty sweet because it would also go down in infamy forever. Everyone would remember that as the coronavirus draft, and that'd be great. Are they but, are they gonna do all of it in one day? Because I'd be down for that. I that, do oh, that should like, like an eight straight hour. Oh, I'm there. I'm there. They should at least here's what they should at least do do it in two first days. Do, do the first That's three or four rounds. Do. Yeah, I don't know why they don't just at least one and two. Do the first two rounds. The I, first, I, and then you can do the rest the next day. I mean, we talked about it. I hate the primetime draft. I hate it. I hate every single yeah. thing about it. Tate's yeah, I know you do. It's so overrated. Oh, I can't stand it. Um, all right. I guess that's our Lions talk for the day. I guess to uh, now the second half of the show gets kind of fun. Number one, because we like having fun. Number two, there is not much else to talk about in the sports world right now. So um, first thing on the plate for us, we talked about this a bit last week. It was brought up in discussion by Ryan Collins. It was the brainchild of Ryan Collins. As his brain was just kind of floating, as it does usually a couple times an episode. Uh, we're each giving top five random Detroit jerseys that you still see in crowds. This is going to get interesting. I don't know who, who wants to start. Top five jerseys. Like, like these are, I mean, I, I think this is pretty self-explanatory. But, like, you go to a Tigers game and you're like, why is this guy wearing this jersey? He hasn't been on the team since 03 and he played for, like, 17 games. That kind of deal, right? Yeah. Good enough. Let's, Collins, why don't you start? You give us your first one. Okay, how about uh, you go to Red Wings teams? You'll you're gonna see some Lewis grinders. Like I always talk about Waterford Lions fans that just like grew up at the the Silver Dome and are absolute animals, and you like see them out in the parking lots at Ford Field. Like you can tell you're like, oh, that guy's from Waterford. Like I don't know what it is, but you can just be like, that guy is from Waterford, and he bleeds Honolulu blue. That, there there's a couple people when you go to like Red Wings teams, you're like, oh, that guy's had season tickets for thirty years. I'm like, why do you – I'm like, this guy's had a Kurt Mulvey jersey on. That, that, that's my number one right now. You're, nice. you'll always, you're, how about this? Just the grind line in general. You'll, yeah. You're going to see Mulvey, Draper, and McCarty. I get McCarty was like a big fighter fan favorite and, and loved to have a good time. But, like, I should still not be seeing Chris Draper and Kurt Mulvey jerseys. No offense to Chris Draper. No uh, they were, I mean, they were good players, though. They were. I mean, Draper was there for like teams. ever, but like Kurt Malpe. Yeah, Malpe. Yeah, that's a little low key for me. I hear you. But, I like, like why? Why is there a Kurt Malpe jersey? I don't know. Go ahead, Trent. This might be a little bit of a. Um, not, I love not a it Because he. Oh yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying though. Like these jerseys that like should not be worn. I love those people who have them though. I'm well, like, yeah, I wish shows, I was that guy. Yeah, it shows your fandom. And it's also, it shows you're like, this is my guy. There's Kurt an element Mulkey of flair. my guy. For sure. So, so my first pick, this dude was actually really good, but he's only here for half a season. You want to assess with us? Everyone loved that guy. He's a good one. A year and a half. Good one. Because I do see here? that. Oh, no, just I a half a year. Because well, remember, I they swear. went, they went, no, he was here just a half a year. They went all in. And then they were like, oh, nope, we're going to sell away. And they traded him. And that was the same year they traded JV and everybody, I think, wasn't it? It was my freshman year of high school, I believe. I oh, my, so- my sophomore year of high school. I thought, yeah, Cespedes said a full year, and then they traded him the next year. But I could be completely wrong. Let me look that up. I'm pretty sure he was just there for half the year, but I'll look it up. Because then he almost, won, he almost won NL MVP with the Mets, which was Dude, insane. What is, what is his deal now? Is he still playing Major League Baseball? Well, like, he, broke both his, yeah, he, he broke both his – he broke both his ankles, like, ranching. Like, Ooh. working with, like, horses last year, I think. Cespedes is a mind. weird cat. Dude, yeah, Cespedes has played 
I, I, I mean, Cespedes played on the Mets, Tigers, A's. Did he play on someone else? I don't think Mets, so. That sounds like a... uh, Red Sox for like half a year. What? No, he did Red, not. Yes, he did. The Red Sox Stop. bought him. Yes, that's Stop they it. did. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, and then the Tigers traded for him. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Whatever. It was Porcello <laughs> for it was Porcello for Cespedes, right? Um, and then look, Porcello like won the Cy Young like a year later. Shocking. Porcello was good. Porcello was really underrated. Oh yeah. Um, but, okay, my. Oh, but talk about that Cespedes jersey. That's a good pick. Good pick. It is a good. It's a great pick. Thank I will you. follow Sorry. up with another with another Tiger, uh, Brennan Bosch. I do see Brennan Bosch jerseys. I don't he's know a why. Phenomenon. I, like he was like a, a likable guy because he's like a nice white dude that plays in the outfield. Like that's kind of cool for some people. Like the token white guy outfielder. I don't remember Brennan Bosch ever being good enough to purchase a jersey for him. Dude, like were the Tigers stop. that bad when he was here? Stop. Stop, stop. Well, stop. look, he was he was no, like no, no, a, no. I, Trent, he was a decent this. player Trent. on a really good team. Trent, I got this. Go for it. I'll let you go. I don't know what month it was, but he literally batted 600 in a month. Like he <laughs> ba- he batted 600. Like people thought he was next. Like I mean, he it had was to batting, have been like July, right? It, I think it might have been May. It, it was either it was like either June or July, but he literally batted like 550. He was raking. Okay, so for so his one month warranted you buying a two hundred dollar jersey for him. Yes, yes, dude. When you watch baseball, when you're a baseball fan, you watch every day. You're like, dude, this guy is smoking the ball every at bat. I have to get a jersey. All right, fair enough. Well, and Brandon Bosch is mine. I love. I I would respect a guy with a Brandon Bosch jersey. All right, go ahead, Collins. Uh, I'm uh, this. I'm gonna go with another Tiger. He was a part of the Miguel Cabrera jersey uh, trade. Excuse me, Dontrell Willis. I have a Dontrell Willis jersey. Detroit. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Oh, 21, right? Yep. But there's a Detroit. lot of those. There's a lot I, of those. Dude, I, I was so fired up when he came over to the Tigers, and he just wasn't quite the same. He's got one of the he, best pitching motions of all time. He's got. He, he wears his hat the best too. He used to rake. Did he really? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, you said bombs for a pitcher at least. But what's he had like the anxiety <laughs> issues? I, I oh, remember did that. He? Oh. Yeah, like once he got to Detroit, it just, like you said, it just was never the same. But him, Edgar Renteria, Miggy, and Dontrell coming all over in that one summer, and then they sucked. They were so bad the first like month and a half of the year, especially Miggy. They like had that. They were like Miguel Cabrera could not play third base anymore. Like he was so bad, they were like he has to move. <laughs> By the way, hold on, quick, quick interlude. I don't know if this is OJ Simpson's actual Twitter account, but an hour ago he tweeted, "I did it." Hashtag April Fools. That's a tough. That's a. That's a little. No, dude, that's, that's a definitely. Trick. That's definitely not his thing. Dude, I, he's got. It's got fifty-eight thousand followers. I see that every year. Is it? Let's is move it on. verified? Is it verified? No, it's not. I don't think it's okay, so that's not him. Then. Come on, Rabs. You got to check False the check news. mark Fake first. news. Sorry. I don't know if he's actually verified on Twitter. You like almost feel like he's fired not. up. Definitely like not. Go ahead, Trent. Definitely not. Isn't it Collins' turn? No, no I said it. Dontrell Willis. Dontrell. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. Here's my, here's my next one. Nick Fairley. Dude was good for a year. And then Dude, I don't know why. Great pick. I see a decent amount. Yeah, they do. A decent amount. Not a ton, but like. I, I see a 98 I that's a, jersey. That's a good like, category. I, I think Lions fans in, like, crazy football towns especially, like, whatever the first-round pick is, people will be dumb enough to buy it. 
Like they oh, will yeah. convince themselves to like, dude, I, I got a Jared guy. Davis jersey. That, that's what I'm saying, though. They'll be yeah. like, I need this jersey. Yeah, I have to have it. To, to your point, yeah, I have a Jared Davis jersey. Obviously, he hasn't been very great. Yeah, I'm just saying. So, it, it, yeah, er, yeah. Okay, my my next one. I'm gonna go with the piston. Antonio Mickety Mac Mickety Mac McDice. <laughs> never understood. Never understood Dude, the Antonio McDice jersey purchase. Dude, he got ejected in. I think was it game? What game was it? Was it game six of the finals in two thousand five? I did not remember that. That's like the one. Like that's the thing that sucks because people will be like, the Pistons have won a title and the Red Wings have won a title in your lifetime. I'll say, I was five years old with the Pistons. Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I don't remember like, the Pistons. Like, literally, before. right after they lost to the – I remember them losing to the Spurs. Like, I remember that very vividly. My dad yelling at Rasheed Wallace about leaving Robert Ory open. Like, yeah. I remember that very vividly. I remember He that. doubled on like, Mono, right? But yeah, yeah, but I wasn't locked into the Pistons until, like, the next year. Like when yeah. when I think Ben six, yeah. Like once they got there, like when they were losing to the Celtics and Heat in the in the playoffs, that's when they like used a heart like rip my heart out. Or when they lose a when they lost LeBron in the playoffs, that ripped my heart out. That's like yeah. the thing I forget. But I Antonio Medice in like the post Big Ben era was nasty. Like he didn't have the biggest numbers, but he, like he wasn't missing a fifteen footer. I love I Antonio. Love, I love Dice, dude. Fair Big enough. Fan. Those things, those jerseys, just I, those are head scratchers, and they're out there. They really are. No, they are out there. It, that's a that was a good Mason intro too. Yeah, Mickey Mac, Mickey Mac dice. Uh, Collins, go ahead. Number three. I, I was gonna piggyback off your pick, but uh, I love the people. This is like a special like edition because this is not a ridiculous jersey to have. But the people that have the Rasheed Wallace number thirty jersey and Gritty. they duck, they duck duct tape the like six onto the back of the jersey because they thought they were like a hero uh, <laughs> like they like had to do that because he was only 30 for what half, like, the, half the year yeah, yeah half the year when they won the title so, so you had people duct taping sixes on the, i was like dude what are you doing like you know what though why did she change his number why did he do that i don't know he was, he was 30 at north carolina he was 30 with washington he was 30 with portland 30 with detroit what you just want to be 36 know. i don't know that's 36. weird. I don't know. 36 kind of suit him. Sheed was yeah, so good. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. No, Sheed was great. I love Sheed, dude. Sheed was so good. We always talk about Russia video games. NBA Live 09, I believe, with Tony Parker on the front. Yeah. Sheed was like the first big man who shot threes in that game, uh, like other than Dirk. It was like Dirk and Sheed. That was it. I want to clarify my pick, though. It's literally that. Because if you have a regular Rasheed 30 jersey or a regular 36 jersey, that's very normal and, like, not weird because he's an all-time great Piston. But the people who went out of their way to duct tape, like, the Reebok replica jersey, you clowns. Because I still see them. I see people who do that. And it infuriates me. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Okay, so my next pick, you guys have to understand – from West Michigan, go to a lot of Whitecaps games, right? Here's what I see all the time. Don, Don Kelly. Don Kelly, yes. That has no to be way. in my top five. No, I swear, bro. Don Brock Kelly has one. My brother has one. Why is he that like be. a West Michigan thing? Because he played for the Whitecaps for like four years. Yes, Whitecap every, sort of everyone. No, not that long, though. Like, he was, like, their best player for a long time. So, uh, a lot of people love Donnie well, Kelly on the, on the A lot, lot of memories in fifth, third, banker, uh, 
field, whatever it's called. Listen, yeah, I got I got it fifth third ballpark. Yes, sir. I gotta tell a real quick story about Don Kelly, just real quick. Me and my DKB. family went we went to uh Fenway Park in two thousand twelve to watch the Tigers play, the Red Sox. And Is that Don like Kelly, in the fight? Oh. No, no, but it, it was, you might remember, it was when Prince got hit in the dome diving back to second base after he was trying oh. to get a lead. Maybe oh. you remember. I don't know. Miggy and Prince actually went back to back off the monster that game. Anyways, I'm getting sidetracked, but Sorry. They, put Don, they put Don Kelly in right field, and, like, these, these, this drunk pack of Red Sox fans were just kind of, like, moving seats the whole game. And the Tigers were crushing them. It was, like, 6-1, to one, I think, at this point in the ninth or something like that. Don Kelly's in right. These dudes come up, they're sitting in these seats in front of us, and they called themselves the Roosters. And then they were just like barking at Don Kelly the whole time. They except they didn't know his name. They didn't know his name. They're like, hey, who's that guy? They're asking us because we're Tigers fans. And then my dad, shout out Don, rats out Don Kelly, tells him his name, and then these these Red Sox fans who call themselves the Roosters are just chirping Don Kelly for the entire ninth inning. It's great. Brutal. Tough. Boston fans too. Can you imagine being yeah, like yeah. chirped by a Boston? Yeah, not yeah, great last, thing. Last year for my birthday, my brother got me a Don Kelly signed baseball card. I have no idea where I put it, but I have that. <laughs> that's awesome. See what I mean? He's just—that's he, a gritty guy. That, that's DKB, dude, he did win them an ALDS. People do forget that. <laughs> he was so good that series. That's funny. He was. That. He was solid. Just like they forget, Dalman Young won us an ALCS. Dude, uh, I mean, at Diaz. He did. Oh, was that the, that? No, that was. No, was no, it? that was the CS. It was the CS. Right. Right. Yeah. Dude, yeah. he was raking. You're right. He yeah. was. Yeah. Good I'm wrapping. I'm wrapping my next uh, choice into two because I think they're both like equally as funny. The we talked about this last week too. The Roy or the Mike Williams jerseys that somehow like Mike Williams jerseys are outrageous. Dude, like, people Roy still have them. People do I have know, dude. I know. But, like, no. Roy Williams, was when he was a lion, like, actually put up some good numbers, I feel like. But, wow, dude. Like, talk Roy about an Williams era where good. just no one was, like, like that good on the Lions during that period. Like, but, wow. The, the Mike Williams is probably a better pick. But Roy or Mike Williams always, always gives me a nice chuckle. I, I mean, the, this whole concept of the segment came from Lions games. Yeah, I, like sure. I was trying to bro- like for the first three, I was trying to broaden my horizons because the Detroit Lions fans are complete psychopaths, and there's so many random weird jerseys that you'll see at a Lions game that you'll gasp. You'll literally like stopping your tracks, and you're like, "Dude, how do you have that still?" It, it, yeah. It's it, it, that's like one of my favorite things about going to Lions game, or you'll just see like a random guy in a JJ Watt jersey. I'm like, who is this guy? Well, it's a combination of like the NFL is just a churn and burn league, but the Lions, yeah. dude, they just have it's it's like year in year out. It, yeah. it, it's just a oh, revolving door. So yeah, Colin, right. why don't why Colin, don't we have everyone give their uh, give their last two in conjunction just for the sake of time? Okay, my my first one is Kyle Vandenbosch. There is a million Kyle Vandenbosch jerseys, and I think it's because. He was a white dude who did the freaking like he had the red contacts, and he was Jim <laughs> Schwartz's boy. He came yeah. in like the first year, and everyone loved Kyle 